You are listening to Crosstalk. A safe place to discuss addiction, recovery, harm reduction, and everything in between. Support for this podcast comes from the Kentucky Opioid Response Effort and Advocates of Recovery. Content and production by the team at Turning Point Recovery Community Center. Now, buckle up and get ready for the show. Welcome everyone to Crosstalk Recovery, the recovery podcast that supports all forms of recovery. I'm Matt Lewis, and I'm here with... Eric Hutchinson, Brian Walton, Tobias Smith. Welcome, guys. Uh, I wanted to have you guys on here, man, because I've had some peer supports and people that work at other treatment centers in the area on here, and we have yet to have you guys on. And, you know, I consider all you guys my brothers and friends. I know all of you from Center Point. You know, a couple of you guys came through behind me. Uh, Tobias, did you go through Center Point or did you just work there? I went through Center Point as well. Years ago, yeah. before, yeah. 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 But you worked there when I was peer mentoring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, there. I mean, we're all brothers, you know. Uh, I know you guys all work over at Edgewater, and a lot of the guys from Edgewater come up to Turning Point quite often, and I've seen a lot of people come out of that program and succeed and either go back to work at Edgewater or to go on to do good things, and... You know, I love seeing that, man. I love seeing success in recovery and what you guys do there. Something about it. I mean, it's a little small of a place down here, just the phase one. But, um, you know, it really affects those guys. They get close. They start to uh, really want to change. And, you know, it's not – there's struggles with every recovery center. Not everybody's going to get it. Not everybody's going to get the first time. But you guys have had a pretty good uh, success rate over there, man. And I think it has a lot to do with you guys, you know, leading by example. And uh, and I appreciate that. So I just wanted to have you on, man, to kind of talk. Uh, why don't you guys share a little bit about yourself, um, you know, what got you to where you're at, why you wanted to do work in recovery, and, uh, you know, what you guys do over there. <laughs> uh well, you know, like you said a second ago, like I went through Center Point Recovery Center. And uh like so when I came to Center Point, I didn't come on my wishes. Like I was actually in drug court at the time and uh I'd screwed up a lot and ended up going to a thirty day rehab before that. So when I got to the Fuller Center and uh you know, I went through the Fuller Center that last time, I don't know, something had to change. Uh, me and the judge had talked multiple times, and, and he was like, you know, why why would I give you another chance, you know? And I got tired of disappointing people. Um, more importantly, I got dis- tired of disappointing myself, yeah. so I decided to go to Centerpoint, you know? Uh, going through Centerpoint and staying and, and mentoring and, and getting my alumni status, you know, you see those guys that come in there all the time. And uh, I remember... I wanted to be like them because they looked happy, genuinely happy. Um, and, you know, one, once I went through the program, uh, you know, I got a little bit more clean time under my belt, and I come back to work for four hours. And uh, the rest is kind of history. It's all personal growth. I ended up at Edgewater as a peer sports specialist at first. Um, and once I got to a certain point, got a degree, I started doing case management. And, uh, you know, other people started taking my place as peer support. And I, Edgewater is really the first place I've really felt like home, to be honest. Like, I've got love for Centerpoint. 
Yeah. Uh, because I wouldn't be here without Center Point and the grace of God. Uh, but like Edgewater, it's just I feel like I can be myself there. Uh, you know, and it's such a small clientele base at the moment that you get more individualized care with these guys. Yeah. Uh, and I really enjoy it, definitely. Uh, the case management side of it, it's a little bit more stressful because you deal with the court and, and uh, different aspects of the needs of the clients. But, like, it's yeah, it's worth it. Some days are stressful, but it's worth it, definitely. So. Yeah, oh, I agree. It's definitely worth it, trying to help somebody, seeing the light come on, all the things oh, yeah. that we always talk about. But, yeah, what about you, Hutch? Uh, me, well, you were my peer support over at Centerpoint. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, well, uh, I went to Centerpoint on my own, and then when I left there, I ended up getting court-ordered to another treatment facility, and I chose to go to Edgewater. Uh, with going through that program, like, the way all phases are laid out, like it was, it was absolutely amazing. Like, um, like phase two, uh, like each phase gives you different privileges as you go. Like, and phase two, you got a little bit more privileges. Plus, it was a new area, Moorhead, never been there, so I had to test out my uh, like ability to build friendships and relationships and everything. So, got to meet all kinds of amazing people up there because recovery strong up in Moorhead. Um, Phase three gives you the ability to get a job and kind of transition you over into living. And um, while I was there, um, it kept getting brought to my attention, or they kept asking me if I ever thought about working in recovery. And at that time, I wasn't. But uh, I started thinking about it, and I was like, I'll give it a try. And I'm an adult peer support specialist there, um, and I love it. Like, I love being able to help people, like Tobias said, like, get into it. Like, it's smaller, so you can individualize and help each individual person in their own way you know kind of help them connect uh i teach uh i do individuals and teach groups over there um and i i like it i love it like this is this is home for me yeah that's great i i know like i say it all the time like i as smaller facilities like that or even like the smaller meetings i i enjoy those more because i feel like people feel a little more comfortable they can get they're not, you know, overwhelmed by so many people in the room. They don't want to talk or they get shy. They can like, they open up a little better. I think it's probably like that in, in the small facility, too. Like, I know there's places like what ARC has, like, 600 guys in there. I don't even know how they do that, but, you know, more power to them. Uh, um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I love seeing the big meetings and seeing, like, that many people in recovery trying to do, whether they want to be there or not, like, that, that there's such a large – recovery community in this town but i feel like i the people could get more out of that intimate thing and that's why like when i was a peer mentor at center point you know i wouldn't have wanted to be everyone said mt1 was the best job they ever had in their life you know mp1 peer mentor but i enjoyed being like just having a caseload and being able to like work with the guys one-on-one and try to really understand where they're at you know um so i get where you're coming from brian what about you man yeah, my story is just like, you know, these other guys. I went through Center Point, and uh, I can't take nothing away from it. I still go up there and visit guys, you know. Um, I think it's a big part of recovery in general is seeing people come back, you know, and um, seeing the success in it. And uh, I guess when I got to uh, Edgewater, um, 
I didn't know what to expect at first, you know, but with it being such a small group, just like you guys were talking about, it um it felt personal, you know. Um like their dynamics a little different, you know, there's clinicals that are done there and like that helps me get like my thinking process and down and then I can look back at like my own personal behavior and see how it needs to change. <clears throat> and that's a big deal, you know. Um but it's good, man. You know, I, I went to Moorhead. Um, the fellowship up there is like nothing I've ever seen before. You know, um, they accepted me right away, and I, I was kind of like, eh, don't, you know. Cause you hear this a lot, you know, um, hey, come here, man. You know, I love you. Give me a hug. You know? yeah, yeah. I'm like, hold up, bro. I don't, you know, I don't know you like that, you know. <clears throat> but um, there's something about it, you know, that it's pretty good, man. You know, I'm a peer support specialist as well, and I really enjoy, like, seeing the guys come in hopeless and, like, lost and scared and, like, they don't know if they're really wanting to do this or not, but, like, they know they need to, you know, because, like, I, I, my background's pretty rough, you know. If, if you know me from before, like, I was definitely with it, you know, and um, and I tell them all the time, like, I'm walking, living proof that this works, you know. You <coughs> sit still, apply it, and you can be successful, you know. Like, um, I'm a college student now, you know, and it's yeah. because I've seen other people do it. You know, it inspires me. Um, I was asked to drop out of high school when I was a junior, you know, and, like, um, I complete the program there at Edgewater. I come back. Everybody there is in college. And um, uh, it turns out I like doing this too, you know. I can, I can relate to people. I can talk to people. <clears throat> and um, so I decided to, go, you know, enroll in college and try to, you know, take it a level further. And um, I'm really happy with, what, with what's going on, man. Um, I think we're fixing to grow as a you know, as a facility, you know, in the coming months. And I think um, the program has a lot to offer the community. I really do. It's good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we we know we've been hearing about you guys going to grow, get a phase two, three down here. I know that's coming sometime soon, this, later this fall, uh, which is great. And that's another thing, like you're talking about being in school, man. Uh, just in the – well, I'm, I'm creeping up on three years uh, sobriety, and I know just in the small amount of time that, like – I've known you guys to see how where our lives are now, you know, like you, your family's growing, you're going to school, you know, Hutch, you're working, giving back, you know, Tobias, you know, you're, you're moving up, you graduated school, like things like, it's amazing, man, to, to see what willingness and application and trusting God and all the things that we have done and that have worked and seen work in other people's lives and applied to our lives and be where we're at today man it's amazing you know and to know that it's possible and show other people it's possible that's what it's all about we'll be right back hello everybody you want to know something my biggest issue with meetings is despite their name they're never about me here at turning point all of our meetings are for you and about you we have meetings at least three times a day seven days a week we are located at 415 broadway Dubuque, kentucky Call 270-444-3621 for more information. One thing I have always wondered is who put the alphabet in alphabetical order. At Turning Point, our goal is to help you put your life back in order. If you struggle or have struggled with substance use disorder and are in need of help, come see us at 415 Broadway Street, Paducah, Kentucky. Or call 270-444-3621 and sign up for peer support services with one of our friendly staff who have lived experience with addiction. Hope to see you soon.
it's an aspect of, of people who have been through the trenches, you know, and, and, and went through that, that same aspect that a new client comes in and they're hopeless and they think they're unique. Like, oh, well, you don't know what I've been through. Well, we do. And I think that aspect is what makes working in this field so much better is we have that experience to offer. Um, you know, no matter where we go in our careers, that lived experience will always be there. And that is the most powerful tool that we can offer these guys. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what I always, that was one thing that was like, made me feel better about everything in general coming through treatment was that like, if I was to use this to help someone else, then all of that wasn't for nothing. You know, all those wasted years that I felt like I was, you know, doing nothing, going to jail, pissing people off, harming people, uh, miserable, depressed, all that stuff wasn't for nothing if I can use it to give back and relate to someone else who's going through the same thing and show them that there, you know, that there's a way out. Definitely. So, definitely. Yeah, that's all That's all I go to work on is just my experience, my strength, my hope, you know, just my lived past and my understanding from then and now uh, in recovery and in the madness, like, it's all I teach from. That's, that's, that's really, that's all you need, you know, I mean, we're, yeah. we're learning stuff along the way on how to better deal with people and stuff, but, because I know, like, me starting out, uh, you know, I, like Brian was saying, like, I used to handle people a little rough, you know, now I got to meet you where you're at, you know, not everybody's on the same level and everybody needs a you know, need something different. You know, Absolutely. some guys want to be yelled at, and some people you have to, like, you know, love them back to life. So it takes what it takes. But. Yeah, it's it's um, it's funny, you know, um, like, the way people look at me and perceive me, like, I, a lot of times I get like, man, I really thought you was going to be a, a jerk, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, like, I get it because, you know, <laughs> Of course, these guys, you know. <laughs> of course, I am to them. But, you know, but, like, um, once we get to conversating and talking, you know, like you said, like, I can meet people where they're at, and there's a compassion for it. Um, I didn't know life was going to be like this. It's, it's, a, it's a huge surprise, but it's not like it's like, a, oh, it's a, it's a, oh, wow, this is what I was missing. And it gives me right. drive, you know, and I want, I want to see other people succeed, you know. But you, for me, it's like, People are circumstantial. Like you said, I have to meet this person here. I might have to be a little bit more brutally honest with this person because that's the only way they understand it. But this person, I can just kind of, like you said, love them back to life or whatever um, and just meet them in the middle and then show them, like, this is possible. It, it, it is possible, but you, you have to sit still. You have to be willing, and you have to apply what we're trying to teach you. And if you can do that, and it, the more I do it, the easier it gets. But – Trusting to do that is huge, and um, something about that small community makes it easier to trust, you know, because you, you feel important when there's a small knit as opposed to 80 to 120 guys. Right. You know, it's not like we're just being processed through, you know, like cattle or something, yeah. you know. So I think it's really good to be um, more individualized. Yeah, like that. that's one thing I noticed coming through some point. When I was there, we were locked down the whole time, and it was – covid and you know there was it was not as many people in there yeah. and we became pretty close-knit because we had no choice you know we couldn't go anywhere else 
but I see now that it's a lot more people in there and it's opened up. There's like clicks and stuff and yeah. the guys can get divided. But that just gives, you know, I always tell my sponsees up there, it's like you find the other guys who actually want this because you can, there's always going to be the guys who are just there, you know, to, that don't want to be there and they're just bullshitting, you know. Right. Like, so you got to stick with the winners, you know, like yeah. they say. So. But, yeah, you guys have that and that you can – those people weed themselves out in a smaller thing a Absolutely. lot quicker, yeah. you know, like, oh, I don't fit in with this group, so I'm sleeve or whatever, you know, right. whatever it is. But Yeah, it doesn't take long to um, to see who's trying to do something different <laughs> and uh, who's, who's just trying to get out of jail or right. out of consequences or yeah. appease a judge or probation, parole. Um, and they usually weed themselves out like you's pretty pretty quick, you know. Of course, no one gets the treatment on a winning streak. So. Of course yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Whether, whether it's, you know, court-appointed or or very seldomly you get self, you know, self-referred. Uh, um, uh, very rarely. <laughs> it's usually just DOC. And, like, and I remember that. You know what I mean? And, like, we can all relate to that. Like, Yeah, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have went. But, yeah, I wouldn't have went. I was court ordered. I would not have went. <laughs> but it's that certain like limited options made it so much more willing to want it. Absolutely, and I, I think that's what helped me the most. And I think these guys go through it too. And then you know, like these guys, they went through our program too, and then they came back to work for us. Yeah, uh, we're that second chance employer because first off, when you get out of treatment, life's hard, you know, and you get smacked with life in the face. You don't know how to deal with it. You know, these guys, they come back, we give them a home, and that's what we try. We're like yeah. a family over there. like A weird family, but a family nonetheless. Like a whole step family. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, uh, just like us here at Turning Point. That's what it was I was going to talk about, the uh, willingness aspect of, you know, like once you come out, it's important to stay connected. That's why, yeah. like, working in recovery is such a great option for guys who are really trying to do yeah. something different and handle life on life that way. But then – also, like, if you don't do that or, or whatever you do, as your options start to increase, you know, your willingness, you got to watch that it doesn't start to wane. You know, you don't, you don't start thinking like, oh, I've, I've done something on my own or I don't need this or that. Oh, I, yeah. can, I don't need the meetings. I don't need the connected. I, I, don't, I can isolate. I can do the things I want to do. Or I can, you know, I'm, I can drink now. Whatever it is, you know, that gets, gets dangerous when you – your options increase because when you come in there with nothing broken, you know, depressed, desperate, not caring if you live or die, it's easy to like accept something that, you know, Hey, there's a different way. Okay. I'll try it. And then, yeah. but as it starts to improve, you know, you're like, ah, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. Yeah. That, um, that makes perfect sense. You know, but I remember like, what's at stake, you know, like, I don't know, but I can't speak for nobody else, but I know my life is at stake whether it be the rest of it in prison or, you know, like the readings say, jails, institutions, or death. Um, so the willingness is, is definitely still there. Um, but, like, I surrounded myself with people in recovery, you know, like um, I, to stay connected. Um, on, on my day job, you know, I'm a, I'm a construction worker, and the people I work with are in recovery, you know. Um, and if they're not, well, they don't last very long because we give them a really hard time, you know. Yeah. So they usually, you know, bail out. And then, like, you know, of course, Edgewater, you know, it's my job. And um, and I, if I don't see you at meetings, <clears throat> you know, and that's it. Like, if I don't see you in one of those three places, like, we probably don't have nothing in common, you know. And that's a way for me to um, 
have accountability in my life, you know, because I've surrounded myself with people that are winning, which was a suggestion, like finding people there to work in the program and doing something different. Yeah. And um, I did that, and now um, that's my lifestyle today. You know, like um, I heard you have to be all in. You know, like I had to completely change everything, and that's what I did. You know, so I'm all in. Um, so if you don't – I can't speak for nobody else. If I don't keep that pain up here in front, um, bad things happen, you know. And um, I would hate to lose what I've built in this short time. I've only got a little over two years, and uh, so much has changed for me. Um, I couldn't imagine losing it, you know. So I try to keep that willingness up front. It's a big deal. Yeah. Kind of like what uh, Brian was just talking about. I had one of the clients in uh, groups the other day ask me, like, what keeps me clean? And I told him the pain. Mm-hmm. Remembering that pain. I, was like, yeah. I told him the second I forget that pain is probably when I'm screwed. Uh, but the pain and then everything I gained on top of it, I can't I can't imagine losing that today. Like, I do not want to give my peace away, my happiness that I didn't think was achievable uh, when I first yeah. began this journey. Uh, I didn't think you could even achieve happiness. Like, that was just a pipe dream. Um, and today I'm sitting here in it. You know, I've got peace. I got serenity. I got happiness today. You know, and I'm enjoying life today. I enjoy helping, giving back, uh, being there, you know, and uh, helping these guys through it. You know, that's what it's all about to me. Absolutely. And I think working in recovery, it, you have that constant reminder. You know, mm-hmm. these guys come in, yeah. they're withdrawing, they're detoxing, you know, they've got warrants, you know, and seeing that firsthand you just remember back to the times where like I was on the run or when I was crying in a bathroom because I didn't have any drugs to do you know things like that it's a constant reminder um and and the career and my recovery are they had to stay separate but a career in recovery is what it's one of my tools for sure like what he was saying keeping that pain well the pain is right there every day yeah definitely yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with that. And the fact that, you know, that I found peace and happiness and serenity, like something I didn't think was attainable through my whole life. I didn't think that I thought this was just going to be boring. And it's things like that, like you guys going to the gym together, like we go bowling every week. You know, I have sponsors that I go climbing with. It's being able to do those fun things, wake up in the morning feeling good, not sick, not having to worry about what I'm going to get my fix today and, you know, spend half the day or more trying to do that and not accomplishing anything. Now I can, like, my days, I get so much done in a day and I stay busy and I enjoy all of it, you know. And it feels good to know that I'm my purpose is to be a maximum service to God and my fellows, but... I have a lot of fun doing that along the way. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all. Did you know it's illegal to own just one guinea pig in Switzerland because they get lonely? Here at Turning Point, we don't want you to ever be lonely either. That's why we are open seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Always feel free to come hang with our friendly staff and don't forget your guinea pig. We're located at 415 Broadway Street, downtown Paducah. As a woman in recovery, I know how important having a fellowship of women has been for me. Come join us at the Women of Worth All Recovery Support Group here at Turning Point, 415 Broadway, Paducah, Kentucky, every Friday night at 6 p.m., where we discuss our personal experiences in recovery. Hope to see you there.
I heard you guys have been going to the gym together. Oh, yeah. you guys got a car? <laughs> I no. mean, you know. It's more like a convoy rolls out at four and we're all on our way. It's definitely a convoy. Like, yeah. there's... Everybody, I, I know you guys don't let Mike in or Brian. You know, he says you guys don't invite him to do stuff. Uh, no, that's BS because I've invited Brian multiple times. Yeah. He's just too busy. Well, you know, like. I do have like six kids and work two jobs. And you know what excuses yeah. are, bro? Don't you? You're I have right. five kids. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I'll take a look at it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I guess you know his options are increased on that. So that willingness is just not there. Yeah. <laughs> we got this softball thing coming up. But that's going to be a lot of fun. You guys got oh, a yeah. bunch of y'all to play. Yeah, we're and so we're excited. <laughs> I know. And we look. I had some. We're playing against. Uh, Regional drug court participants, and you know, our last podcast was a couple people from drug court, and one of those guys who was on there was talking some smack, saying that they were going to destroy us. They have no idea what they're. We actually are getting to put a team together. Like oh, yeah. they're just showing up, and <laughs> like they're putting them in teams that morning. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're going to try to practice at least once. So yeah, I was going to ask, are we going? We're going to have practices, right? Yeah, I want to yeah. get together at least once, maybe twice, and see. You know. See who's going to play positions. what. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. See Absolutely. who's going to pitch and, and all that stuff. But that stuff is what I'm talking about, man. That's the stuff I enjoy doing. I enjoy doing stuff that keeps me active. I've never, you know, like, I've always enjoyed doing stuff, playing sports, stuff like that. But now that, like, I feel good doing it and I can, it's better for me. Like, I talk about it all the time on here. You know, I'm all about, you know, improving body, mind, and spirit. I'm, other than smoking, everything I do oh, is healthy. Oh. I, I haven't been able to kick that yet, but, you know, hopefully one day. I, my willingness seems to stop right there. Yeah. It's like that yeah. one last thing I'm holding on to, uh, last vice. Yeah. Uh, I got but this I where I'm like, I quit everything else. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, and I said I was going to quit that at two years sober, and then that just kind of slipped by, so... Yeah, luckily I never made that commitment. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, we've been going on a couple of years now, and, uh, you know, I'd like to quit smoking, but then I go home, and then my kids are throwing stuff, and they're running around. I'm like, nah, not yet. <laughs> we'll be all right. <laughs> Especially when you got as many kids as I do. Uh, I love them all, but I don't like them. So, you know, you take what you will with that. They're, they're stressful. Yeah. But how many kids you got? Five. Five, and yeah. you got? There's six all together. Six all together. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, got a brand new one. I just got one. one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got, got a one. And he's grown. He's 21, so I, Yeah. Uh, April 29th will be my five years that I've been clean and sober. And, wow, congrats, uh, man. I had to find another hobby. <laughs> 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 so three of them just popped up out of nowhere, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, one I actually had when I was at Center Point. Yeah. Uh, and, you know. Like, don't get it twisted. Tobias comes to work and works out just so he doesn't have to go home. <laughs> yeah. And then you, and then you make, you make uh, Mike babysit, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, you know. you know uh, That was his excuse uh, that yeah, they don't let me go to the gym because I have to babysit. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> now, That's now. what he told me. I mean, I just. Does he babysit? Yes. Uh, did he want to go to the gym? No. He was like, no. I'm not. Mike showed up twice, and we haven't yeah. seen him since. <laughs> <laughs> what, y'all run him off? 
<laughs> he was like, he worked out in blue jeans, and he was like, no, it's just not for me. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Oh yeah, the guy yeah. in in the gym at when blue jeans, he always, oh, go, you know, that yeah. guy's serious. <laughs> that guy, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, he just uh, he's allergic to uh, fitness. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, good guy. He just no. Oh yeah, I love. He's that. actually my sponsor. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I kept telling him you need to get a sponsor and continue to work the steps, and you need to uh, do something healthy. <coughs> At least he's doing one of them. <laughs> <laughs> one out of three ain't bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I pick your battles. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's uh, you know. He's a good dude, though. Hey, we love you, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. But yeah, the gym, like that's a it's a thing. Like me and uh, another guy started off, and we've been doing it probably about five, six months going on steady now. Tobias joined us in about what a month or two in. Yep, month or two in, yep. joined in with us. Now it's it's literally a convoy that goes with us yep. every single day. Four o'clock, we roll out straight to the gym. And that's something, cool. man. Like I wake up in the mornings, like it helps me sleep at night. I wake up in the mornings, I've, I've got energy, yeah. feel better, you know. Oh yeah, I um, feel a lot better, a lot better. Yeah, I've been going ever since mm-hmm. I graduated Centerpoint. But I go alone, and I, I don't really want like a bunch of people with me. I put my headphones in. It's kind of like my meditation time, and I go in there and I rock out and I push myself mm-hmm. as hard as I can. And you know, my goals are different. Like I've been. Now that I'm into climbing, I'm not trying to get big. I'm trying to re- remain lean and, you know, practical body strength and stuff like that. And I and probably another reason is I haven't been able to find anybody to go with me. Not, not many of my friends will exercise, you know. Yeah. But I'm, I think it's awesome that you guys have found that to do that together. It's those things like that. You know, like I said, we go, me and Sam, we go bowling every week. We're doing that for a year and a half. Like, just those things, the fellowship, the positive things that are good for you. You know, you can laugh. You can encourage each other. You can try Definitely. to build each other up. So that's great. I think it's important for all of us in in general and in recovery for sure. Oh, definitely. You know? Definitely. We do things outside of going to the gym, too, with each other, like, We'll go to the movies. We went to Atomic City, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, went to the movies. Went yeah, to went Atomic to the movies, City. went to Atomic City, rode go-karts like a bunch of kids, you know. Yeah. Uh, had a great time. Like, we do that stuff all the time. We play golf. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we we got a group of us that goes and sees. We're Marvel nerds, and we'll go see every Marvel movie, uh, like the weekend it comes out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a couple weekends ago, we went and saw John Wick, went to Atomic City. Uh, he, he's a child. Uh, I am definitely. We had to hurry up and get to Atomic City so he didn't have any lines for the go karts. <laughs> uh, and still came in last place on go karts, by the way. Um, don't know how that works out. But me me and this kid got into a fight <laughs> <laughs> on the track. <laughs> he just wasn't having it. Yep. But, you know, we have a great time, man. Yeah, that's what it's all about, man. You know, we, we wasted uh, so much of our lives. And now I, that's what I try to do is make the most of, you know, what I've left and really live life to the fullest because now I can and I don't have all those things dragging me by, down and those, you know, worried about cops over my shoulder or whatever else it yeah. is, you know. So man, I think it's awesome. I'm glad you guys do that. I'm glad you Because I do the same kind of stuff, you know. We just different crews, but they're all recovery. You oh, know? Yeah. We, we well, just went and Come play golf with us. That's what I was about to say, man. Are you guys going to play in that uh, – a center point golf scramble that's coming up. We did last year. I think yes. we're going to do this yeah. year too. Yeah, they were just talking about that the other day. And of course, we got a scramble up in Moorhead that we're going to be playing in. 
June. June 2nd? Yes. Yeah, my calendar's a little bit iffy. But, uh, but yeah, they're having a, a tournament up there. We're going to go up there and play, too. So yeah, it's that's gonna awesome. Be time, yeah, I'll be man. down to come play with you guys someday, man. I used to play all the time when I lived in Florida. I haven't played a lot in years. And when I was playing there, you know, it was just a cooler uh, beer on the golf cart, and we're just smashing balls. I never took it very seriously, but I think it'd be fun. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, it's it's a blast. We definitely have a blast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Especially on golf carts. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that you do go karts on golf carts. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I forget what I'm driving. You know what I'm saying? It, it is what it is. But uh, we do have we have a blast, man. Ain't nothing like cruising down the fairway like you're running from somebody. <laughs> so, it's definitely a great time. Yep, that's awesome. Man. Oh well, man, I appreciate you guys coming on. You Absolutely. know, I uh, love what you guys do over there. Uh, I love you as brothers. Um, I'm happy for you. I'm happy you're having fun, living life to the fullest. Uh, continue doing what you're doing. Uh, check us out on YouTube or listen to our audio versions on Apple, Google, Spotify, or Podbean. And as always, stay grateful. Absolutely. If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction or in recovery and needs guidance, speak with Turning Point's team of peer support specialists by calling 270-444-3621. You are not alone, and we are proof that recovery is possible.